0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the One Year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is September 5th, and our reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Now, if you remember yesterday, Paul mentioned he sent the letter addressing their sin, and they responded by embracing the letter. They had this godly sorrow that led them to repent, to turn away from their sin, and to come back to God. Now, the reason I mention that is because the next three days, Paul's going to be talking about Giving. And for the average American Christian, this is such a sensitive issue. And the truth is, the reason it's sensitive is because we've idolized our giving, we've idolized materialism, and often we've put that ahead of our love for Jesus. So listen to what Paul says today. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, I want to begin in verse 2. He says, They are being tested by many troubles. This is the church of Macedonia. And they are very poor. So they're under persecution. They're very poor, but they're also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich generosity. Now, isn't it that interesting? This, I think, is the root of where generosity flows from. The root is do we have a joy, a love relationship with Jesus? Are we celebrating in our hearts every day what God has done for us? And does that joy and celebration over the gospel and all that Jesus has done for us, does it overflow in generosity? Paul's saying that's what's true in the Macedonian church, despite their persecution, despite their poverty, this joy because of all that God has done for them. Them is overflowing in generosity. So we're going to talk some about some principles regarding giving the next few days. But at the end of the day, the root issue and what we've got to really pray about and what we got to dig down and try to settle is, is our heart full of joy over all that God has done for us? Or is Do we spend our whole life focused on what we don't have and what's wrong in our life and really kind of overlooking or disregarding the gospel and all that that means for us? Well, the Macedonian church doesn't make that mistake. They are in love with Jesus, and their love for Jesus is producing generosity. And listen, the same thing is true for all of us. Our love for Jesus... Produces generosity. Let me say it again. Our love for Jesus produces generosity. So when we are not generous, the thing we got to look at is we got to look at what's going on in my relationship with Jesus that has blocked the flow of generosity because that's what God produces in our life. I'll never forget years ago hearing a pastor say, if I were to summarize the whole Bible in two words, here it is God. He's the subject. Gave. That's the verb. That's what the Bible is all about. That's what God is trying to help us see, the generosity of God for all of us, which means as we fall in love with God, as we are with Him and become like Him, our generosity also increases and begins to overflow. So watch how he describes the generosity of this church that's under tremendous persecution, that's in severe poverty, and yet they're incredibly generous. Look what he says, verse three, I can testify they gave not only what they could afford, but far more And they did it out of their own free will. So they didn't give what they could afford. They didn't give what they had to. Man, they give even more. And they did it out of their free will. I wasn't pressuring them. They weren't manipulated. They weren't threatened. They weren't afraid, right? It was just flowing out of their hearts. In fact, verse 4 says, they begged us again and again. I mean, just imagine if every week at church, people were begging us, how can I give? I want to give. I want to give. God's been so good to me. How can I give? (laughs) Boy, that'd be a great church to attend. You know why? Because there'd be the resource in that house to be transforming the world. I mean, I think about even us at Definition Church. and I I mean, I I, I think we have a great church, but the truth is we struggle with generosity like Almost every American church. If everybody in our church were to give 10% of our income, there'd be three or four times as much income. We'd, we'd have community centers all over this city. We could have multiple campuses. We could be doing far more mission work around the world. There's so many things we could do that we can't do because of our lack of generosity, which is why this is so important. Watch what he says, verse 5. They did even more than we hoped for. Verse seven, since you excel, oh man, what a good verse. Listen to this. Since you excel in so many ways, in your faith, in your gifted speakers, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, your love for us, I want you to excel also in the gracious act of giving. You know, we talk about learning, growing in our love for other people. We talk about growing in our grace for other people. We talk about growing in mercy and compassion for other people. We even talk about growing in the ability to share the truth with other people. When was the last time we prayed and said, God, help me to grow in my generosity. Help me to spend less on me and to give more to the kingdom. What if I worked at a strategy for that or prayed and asked for that? And that's what Paul is saying we should do. Verse nine, you know, listen, Jesus modeled this. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sake, my sake, he became poor so that by his poverty, he could make us rich. Oh, my goodness, Jesus modeled all of this for us in the very same way. We are rich. We've been trusted with a lot. And when we give, when we become poor, when we give away some of our riches, our giving, our poverty results in other people becoming rich, other people discovering Christ and becoming a child of God and heir to his kingdom, right? And so it's through our giving that people come into the kingdom at the end of verse 11, he says, give in proportion to what you have. I love this. Whatever you give is acceptable if you give it eagerly and give according to what you have, not what you don't have. Oh, this is so important. God doesn't expect us to give what we don't have, right? So that's that's so important. God wants us to give according to what's been entrusted to us, which means if we have a lot, a lot is expected. And if we have little, Listen, we're only expected to give a portion of the little that we have. I think, in fact, this is why the principle of tithing is so important is that when we're giving away 10% of our income. Well, if we don't make much, then 10% is a small number. And if we make a lot, 10% is a, a large number. And I think as we make more, we should try to exceed. We want to grow in this grace of giving. Let's give our very best. Everything in this world is temporary. I'm just amazed at how often so many people in our world, we're just stockpiling millions, often billions of dollars. And it's like all around us, the world is desperate for Jesus and, and desperate for food and help. And man, let's give at the church in America would really live generously. We would dramatically increase the impact we'd have in our world. And so many of the problems in our world, they go back to poverty and greed and people not having what they need and wars break out and people fighting for more. I mean, Jesus said the love of money is the root of all evil, almost all the evil in our world. You can chase it back and it's all about the dollars. It's all about greed. It's all about money and wanting more. You know what giving does? Generosity destroys the greed in our heart and helps us to discover the joy of giving. And when we live generously, we begin to meet all of these practical needs because when those needs aren't met, often that's what leads to so much crime and pain and suffering in our world. So let's just pray about it. Remember, we want a godly sorrow to produce repentance. Let's ask God to help us examine our hearts and to grow in our generosity. Father, thank you for being so generous to us. Jesus was rich, and you left, you gave up the riches of heaven and entered into this world, born in a manger, a powerless little baby, so vulnerable. Not rich. God, you became poor so that through your poverty, we might become rich. We might become the children of God and heirs to your kingdom. God, we will live for all eternity in paradise. So, God, now on this earth, help us to be generous, to give our very best. God, we want our giving our generosity to be a reflection of your giving and generosity towards us and to make a difference, to transform our world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What a great word. Giving is such a joy. Well, thanks for being with me today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.